0: Hey Jub.
1: Oh, hey Gen Oh god, hey again.
0: I'm not holding a gun or anything. What are you doing? Yeah, they don't know that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm not. Anyway, so I know that you're on a uh you're also you also host and are on a football Podcast Football After
1: Dark. Football After Dark. You can find it on iTunes. You can follow us, support us on Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash FADPOD. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter twitter.com slash FADPOD.
0: Okay, I didn't ask you to do the whole like and subscribe game, but all right. Please
1: like, please subscribe, please (laughs) ring the bell, or my dad will kill me.
0: You can't be anti capitalism and also have a podcast. Just be. Oh,
1: is that how that works? I, no. It's like that what, what was that guy's name that we watched yesterday? He was like, Well, if,
0: if you. Oh, that guy was insane. If you're on the left, then why do you work? <laughs> if you hate capitalism so much, then why do you work? Yeah, that was that guy that you like following. Uh, it wasn't him, but he was being interviewed by that yeah. crazy man. It was fun. Anyway. Uh, so, fuck all that. Uh, I wanted to talk about football. Football. But specifically, not the NFL. Because who cares about that anymore? Yeah, we've moved on. The NFL <laughs> is about to become obsolete. That's right. The king has returned. The XFL is coming back February oh shit. 2020. Oh, shit. oh February shit. 2020, lads. February 2020. Vince McMahon coming back. It's me, Austin. He's flicking the lights back on. The XFL is back to probably be really bad last two yeah, seasons be, and be then low. Yeah. dump some um, players into the NFL uh, that are probably of equal or varying quality to uh, Tommy Maddox. So that's how that's probably going to go Hell once yeah. again. That's what I'm guessing. So we got an, an announcement today when we're recording. This is probably going to be slightly old news by the time that you receive this to your ear holes yeah, like two days from now so like can... xfl announced the eight team lineup for their league starting in february 2020 i'm gonna show it to you Juzby because i think it's the first you're hearing about these teams we got the team names we got the team logos right and then uh... and for whatever fucking reason a description of the team that makes no sense in every instance. Oh,
1: my God. Uh,
0: so let's start yes. off with the team names. I'll show you the logos. You can look them up on uh, the XFL's Twitter or various news websites that you uh, can peruse at your leisure. The Dallas Renegades with this robber man with red fucking eyes. This might be my favorite. I like the logo. It's he lo- looks like he belongs on the side of a monster truck. That's fine by me. I actually, I, I appreciate
1: it. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. What's the description?
0: Oh, uh, we'll get to that. I'm just going to show you the teams first. Okay just, okay, just to familiarize yourself with their identity. Right, okay. okay uh, the I Houston it. Roughnecks, which uh, is this. Two
1: Texan teams? Two Texas teams?
0: Are you surprised? Yeah. I, this is probably going to be targeted towards some right-wing people that are like, they gotta stand for the flag! So.
1: Yeah, okay, I see. Just like, you know. It's like, what, a redesign
0: of the Oilers logo? <sighs> I mean, like, is that like an oil tower? It looks like an oil maybe? tower and a big ol' H. Right, I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Fuck that team. <laughs> Fuck the Houston Rockets. I don't, I don't like the logo. Uh, the LA Wildcats, which uh, does not incorporate a Wildcat into their logo. It's just a big L and a big A.
1: I do actually really like the logo. That's well designed. It
0: is a good logo, but some of these other ones are so wild that this is like... This one's actually low-key. It's yeah. low-key. But I like it. But I like it. Uh, this one, on the other hand, the New York Guardians... <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> That's the Wildcats logo. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> For our alma mater? Or what do you mean? That's, no, that's why they took. Uh,
1: they, they stole it from the LA Wildcats.
0: Oh, oh, they switched. Logos. They, yeah, they stole okay. it. Okay. So they had to, like, oh man, what are we going to do now? It's I don't like know. Just, ca- it is like a cat. I don't just know. Just do an what... L and an A, bud. like, okay. Anyway, uh, this one's dope. <laughs> Seattle Dragons. I, okay, I like Bruh. that. Bruh. It's They're, a dragon. Are their
1: uniform is going to be green and orange. It's going to be I sick. I
0: would have. Paid the Homestar Runner people and just made Trogdor my logo, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Vipers. It's just a big old V with some. Uh, just put the green
1: snake head in there.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see a snake. It should have just been the Libertarianism flag. I mean, hilarious. No, please no Steppy. Please no Steppy on ooh. my football team. Ooh. ooh. And uh, last but least, <laughs> the DC Defenders.
1: Oh, that was awful. <laughs>
0: It's, a, it's just a shield. It's it's a shield with some uh Harry Potter-ass lightning bolts and some that's stars. That's so bad. And it says DC.
1: That's so bad.
0: Um so that's your eight teams. Now I'm going to read these to you. No please uh, hit me up. I don't know who they hired to write these out, but they gave an individual tweet for each of these. I just got them all written the down Dallas here. Dallas reneg- Renegades are here to steal your heart. It might as well say shit. Like they these all sound like fucking like truck commercials or something. All right, DC Defenders on the shoulders of giants they stand tall unconquerable unyielding marching ever forward a force united one quest one purpose one resolve seeking glory through grit victory through valor the dc defenders <laughs> taking their stand what the fu- what does that even mean i i don't know <laughs> You're playing football. <laughs> they're gonna fucking save the world. Apparently,
1: they're playing football. They make it
0: sound way, way more important. All right, Dallas Renegades, Jusby. I got, I got to give each of these a different flavor. So I went with like an action marine man. I was thinking of those like military commercials when we were kids, mm. playing Godsmack, <laughs> and try to get the kids to join the military by playing those hit Godsmack songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, the Dallas Renegades. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas. Beats a different kind of pulse. <laughs> a spirit untamed. A swagger that can't be denied. Where big meets bold meets badass. <laughs> this is outlaw country inside the lines. This is hell on wheels. No. Between between hash marks, <laughs> oh, the, no. this is their home on the range. The Dallas Renegades, raising hell. Oh, it's so bad.
1: Oh, Ugh. oh no!
0: All right. Uh, what do we got here? The Houston Roughnecks, that uh, other Dallas team. I, I don't know. Texas. I already did. A, I already did like a redneck voice. So what do I do now? Uh, All right. right, Let me read it. That's fine. It's right there, Jusby. Houston Roughnecks. You read that shit. Okay, I see it. Resolute. Rippling with with heat. (laughs) Rallying
1: against fatigue. Was it heat or hate? Heat. Okay, all right. Yeah. Unseasoned and often unseen. (laughs) They labor deep in the trenches. Mercenaries in the muck. Brawlers in black and dirt, <laughs> not just for three hours, not just when the lights are bright. <laughs> These are scratching, grinding, never bending few. Oh God, the Houston
0: Roughnecks going to work for you. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Hey, why don't you read the next one too? Oh, okay, and then we'll uh, we'll uh, switch them back. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> What's the next team? In the land of the bright lights, far
1: from flesh and, fl- and fame, they've already begun to prowl. Enter their den and be dominated. Run away and be ripped apart. Oh. <laughs> this is prime time meets primal instinct. Holy this shit. This is showtime with a snarl. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best one. <laughs> this is our time to roar. <laughs> the L.A. Wildcats. Okay, that means. What their tagline is? Yeah, Unleashed.
0: Oh hell yeah! Is that team <laughs> ran by Craven the Hunter? I don't understand.
1: <laughs> oh god, it's gonna be so cringy. All right,
0: we got four more. We gotta get through these. These are too funny to pass up. No, we have to go through every one. I don't care if this intro is like twenty minutes long. The New York Guardians, sentries carved of stone. Watchdogs over the metropolis. A prehistoric predator. A beast evolves. Turned loose in a new kind of jungle. All teeth and talons. Eyes unblinking. They know fear because they feed (laughs) off it. They are your first line of defense. And there is no need for a second. The New York Guardians... On duty. Ew, <laughs> that's it. It's on duty. Ew, <laughs> weird duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, right, let it's me see so here. Weird. Uh The St. Louis Battle Hawks, which is, I think, the worst name of all of these. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. The, the The Texas ones are pretty bad too. The Roughnecks, but whatever. I can at least understand where they're coming from. Right. Battle Hawks. What is that even? It's a hawk in armor with a long sword it's that new pokemon the one that's like a black knight bird oh yeah that thing's cool that's a battle hawk that thing's cool though and the xfl won't be that's true winged warriors preparing for fight preparing to fight no it's preparing for flight sorry preparing mm, preparing for flight preparing yeah. to fight they okay. await their orders then attack as one i don't know what this voice is It doesn't under. mean anything diving dodging swooping striking their mission, create chaos. <laughs> their mandate, win at all costs. <laughs> the St. Louis Battle Hawks, cleared to engage.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So uh, create their, their mantras: create chaos, right? And they're playing football. They're just, are the fucking coaches just going to run out in the middle of the field with steel chairs and beat the mm. shit out of the players?
0: Is this what you're going for, McMahon? Please let me finish this what these. Because I got some good voices. I have an idea. You go ahead. You do whatever you want. All right. Seattle dragons. Rising from the turbulent sea beneath the darkening skies of their weather-hardened home. Relentless, ruthless, ravenous. Not of mythology, but of muscle and might. What? What? Not of folklore, (laughs) but of football. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best thing I've ever read in my life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please keep going. It gets worse the more I go. All right. Not of folklore, but of football. (laughs) This is your darkest fantasy. What? In cleats. (laughs) The Seattle Dragons. Breathing fire. Oh,
1: Jesus fucking Christ.
0: That is is that trying to get me to fuck the Seattle Dude, Dragons? The, that's the best it's one It's my darkest fantasy, Juzby. In, in cleats. In cleats. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jesus. the first one that was actually about football, and god damn it was it funny. <laughs> I I don't know if it was about football. <laughs> But it was certainly not about folklore. (laughs) Mm. Oh, no. In the shadows they wait. (laughs) Demons born in darkness. Oh, that's why. That's why. (laughs) Hunters by instinct. Cold-blooded by nature. Their bite unavoidable. Their grip inescapable. They slither and stalk their competition, luring all who challenge them into the jaws of defeat. The Tampa Bay Vipers, ready to strike. That one was a little lame. That was now really I lame. Think about it. Like, well, see, after you get to the Seattle Dragons, where not of folklore, but of football, <laughs> your darkest fantasy in cleats, there's no higher ground to No, that's reach. it. You're done. That's insane. That's the most insane one. I'm standing the Seattle Dragons right now. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Because they're going to come to my house and fuck me (laughs) in (laughs) cleats. They're going to tie me to my bed. And I should be scared, but I'm intrigued. So we'll see what happens (laughs) when the XFL returns this February. Oh, God. It's going to suck. Oh, yeah. But, man, it's going to be a meme ride, so fuck it. (sighs) Your darkest
1: fantasy in Queens. Queens.
0: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Gen and Jub show That's Gen Hey, it's me, I'm Gen, hi, how you doing? Hi, it's me, I'm Jub, hi, hi, how you doing? I'm okay Oh, okay, good, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that, bud Welcome to the show Today we're going to talk about Apex Legends contra
0: dasties Contra-Nasties? Yeah Contra-3, The Alien Wars? Dasties? Is that what that one was called? Yeah,
1: that's a good game it's, ah, I bet. it's a real I'll good bet. game. SNES? Yeah. Game. Good game. We're going to start our watching, or talking, I guess, about Indiana Jones.
0: Volume 67 of the Job show. I don't know which one we're actually on. I like to think of my, my our show in volumes, but uh, okay. I, I'm lost as to which one we're on, so who cares? Uh, I looked at our episodes, and we're actually going to finish on episode 50, so Crystal Skull is going to be episode 50. A oh, momentous shit. occasion. We got to 50 episodes, and you know, all we got to show for it is we're going to be sitting here talking about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. So that sucks. But anyway, thank God it's a series where most of the movies are good. Yes. Thank God. Oh, my for God. Once, it's a breath of fresh air. Huh. I don't think we've had one where most of the movies are good since. Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. That was rocky. like last year we were watching those. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: It's like, it's like uh, nine months ago, I think. Or ten months ago. We watched ago.
0: a lot of good stuff in, in between. I got if Gremlins counts. No, Gremlins does definitely count. Both of them were great. two good movies. One hundred percent pass rating. Yep, <laughs> which will beat out Indiana even Rocky Jones. doesn't have that. That's no, it's got one. Rocky
1: Five exists, right? Mm. I guess I'll jump right into Apex Legends. Bitch to your heart's content. So, if you guys remember me talking last week about the controversy about around their microtransactions, the thing hasn't stopped. But uh, earlier this week, Respawn made some changes to the way it's the way their event works with these skins, and now they are part of a. Just costume rotation, and you can buy them individually for twenty dollars.
0: That's expensive.
1: That's dumb. But you know, whatever. I'm I'm not gonna buy them, but I'm not gonna get in a fury about it. At least you made them available for purchase. I guess it's better than putting them in loot boxes. You made some some kind of improvement, but of course, Reddit doesn't care. They were, they were pissed. I mean, it's understandable that they were pissed, but I don't think I would uh, go out of my way to go after people. After the devs make that update, they make a post on, on the Apex Legends Reddit where they are quite active, the PR guys. And they start talking, and it gets out of hand really quick. Because they've been, respawn people have been just receiving harassment and death threats because of microtransactions. So the respawn devs clap back. They start clapping back. They start telling them to they're basically gamer babies, which is true. I don't have the exact quotes in front of me, but they they were basically I, I called think they gamer went babies. That
0: far. I I really think their response is pretty tame. Yeah. But I think it was kind of like an idea that I encourage when you're dealing with these kind of people anyway, but a bad idea nonetheless. It's a bad PR idea. It's a it's a great idea just to own the gamers. I there's so many of them out there and I completely understand feeling frustrated when People are uh, telling you uh, to go kill yourself, Yeah, and uh, you want to fucking clap back at those. I understand that completely. Fuck those people. Clap back at them. Uh, When you are already the target, I would lock your door and just, you know, hunker down and wait for them to stop yelling at you instead of opening your door and waving your dick at them. Because I don't think it ever works out well, because they got yelled at more. It's bad for PR. It, It is like
1: I talking wish it back wasn't
0: that way, but it's going to be that way because the internet's a horrible, awful place. Right,
1: clapping back when you're a dev and you're talking to your community, clapping back is always uh, not a good PR move because gamers are a little sensitive, baby boys. <laughs> and it'll we, disc- we should know, right? We We're, play the video. game. I'm a I'm a gamer
0: boy. Ooh. Don't don't say anything mean about me or I'll threaten to shoot you. If I lose at Crash Team Racing, I will break my controller off in my asshole. I will do it. Inside? Yeah. Okay. Now that, that sounds like something.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's, a, that's a typical gamer moment. Respawn gets just infinitely more harassed because of this. It's all escalated. And this is, this is where we've ended up. This is where we're at. I understand people's frustration with this whole thing because I'm also frustrated. It's annoying. This is a game that we all love, like all the community loves. And we we want to keep playing it, and we, I'd be more than happy to support them monetarily,
0: considering it's a free to play game. We complained about it and were aghast about it last week. Yeah, and I mean, I still am, to be honest. But I mean, I would never go this far with no, not any as far as gripe I have with any game. The right. developers don't deserve any. They're of your people. They're people. They never do. They're just they're just people, man. It's usually the corporations you should be bitching at. Yup.
1: Mm. Those devs, they're just they're just dudes. Like, stop. Stop doing it. But no matter what I tell to the little gamer babies out there, they're gonna keep doing it because they're little gamer babies and their feelies got horrid. So we're gonna get real mad and then threaten to kill these people's families, I guess. Fuck you. Ooh, fuck you, gamers. Mm. Come beef with me, gamers. Come on. Come beef with me. Because I'm calling you all babies. Come on, I invite you to beef with me, you bunch See, of fucking wee baby boys. This is what
0: they did, basically. Yeah, I'll do it. Again. So don't. I'm glad they did it. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, it just happened a couple weeks ago with uh, the, uh, the fuck was that game? Ooblets that yes. uh, went to the Epic store and kind of like mm-hmm. made fun of controversy about going exclusive with Epic and all that shit because that's a hot button topic. Got death threats and shit for it. Yeah, it's stupid and it sucks. It really does suck, but I really think in those situations you shouldn't encourage the hate to get worse than it even already is. It's just really unfortunate that this is the way that this is. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I hate it. I hate the internet, and I hate how toxic gaming culture is. Particularly because it's such a... I mean, it's, it's a wide culture. There's a lot of people in it. It's not really, like, a thing gamers <laughs> as as funny as it is to make fun of it is basically a large percentage of the population now so many people play games yeah it sucks that like a couple idiots would give the entire hobby this reputation but it, it's bad it's so bad that like it I don't even want to be associated with it yeah absolutely in any way it's cringy as shit I
1: fucking hate it I, I hate gamer babies y'all could, y'all could eat a dick <laughs> Know what do you think you're accomplishing?
0: Video games are stupid. Anyway, let's talk about video games. Did you play any video games? Mm-mm. No. Well, you played Apex. I've been playing.
1: I've just been playing <laughs> Apex and trying to get the Platinum Doom. Did you uh, get your two free items? Woo! No. Oh, okay. I got one of them and it sucked. So here we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You have
1: been playing Doom? I've I have been actually. Playing uh, Doom too. That's something I want to talk about. In gaming news, I guess. We no. can talk about it real quick. The Yakuza collection. Remaster oh, yeah. Collection uh, was just announced, which is Yakuza's three, four, and five, all bundled together, or mm-hmm. they're being released separately digitally. Yakuza three is available now to download if you want to download it. I am secured; I've secured a uh, physical version to be shipped to me in February of 2020. Hell yeah, dude! Because I I have a collection of all the physical copies of Yakuza games, so keep that ball rolling. Yeah, you all should play that game as series. Everybody, all of you, are you a person with the with a pulse? At least try it. They're the, in my opinion, they are the greatest gems of like the last two console generations. Like they're they're such great hidden gems. I mean, not it's not so hidden anymore because they're a lot more popular now. But back in the PS3 era, nobody knew about fucking Yakuza. Right. People had to the this very small community that like those games had to beg for Yakuza Five to even come to the West. And thankfully, it was it was successful enough. Those games are amazing. They're really good crime dramas. They're goofy as shit. They have just about everything in them. they could be they can be like really really emotional and serious and a well told story and then you can go like fucking talk to a weird man with no clothes on. It's great. all the games have that kind of tone. Play them, please. Please? You have no excuse now. You're like, oh man, but it's so long and I have to go back through I
0: have to get a PS three and those games. Like no you don't know and Skullgummy on one console. More game series should release their entire catalogue or like their entire series. On modern consoles, yeah, so because that you have a way to play them. It looks like we're at a point now where
1: all your games will start carrying over from generation to generation with no problems.
0: Yeah, I mean that does make me nervous to a certain degree. Like, uh, let me give you an example: DuckTales remastered got removed from storefronts, right? Yeah, because uh, the rights ran out. Yeah, for I don't know, probably because Disney was like, "Give me, give me that rights back, please." Ducktales is popular again. You ain't got enough money to give us, haha. Ha. Uh, and so now you can't buy that game. There's a physical edition. You could buy that, but you can't buy it on online storefront. So let's say you already own it. Are we certain that it'll transfer to PS Five if you own that, That's for a good instance? Question. Certain games are just gonna go away. These are uh, I'm nervous
1: about that. These are questions that are gonna have to be answered once the
0: console releases. Not yeah. just keep your PS4. <laughs> I guess so. Um like I'd like to think that it would just eliminate the last console like it like it's an update. That'd be cool. But there's certain things that I wonder about like that. But i just wish that like, you know, there was ways to play like classic series on a modern thing. Like what's the most recent Time that Mario Sunshine has been released, for instance, on the GameCube. Yeah, it's just when it came out. Okay, so how expensive do you think it is to buy that on the GameCube? It's I think like forty dollars. That's still pretty or expensive, yeah. and you have to have a GameCube as well mm-hmm. or a Wii.
1: GameCube, an uh, actual GameCube, goes like for online, like on the internet. I mean, goes for a lot less than a lot of the games at least yeah. the good ones yeah you get the well, gamecube for it's like 20 demands
0: too because mm-hmm. nintendo does stuff like that melee's never been released ever again it's yeah. on the gamecube I, and that's it
1: even if melee hd happened i don't know if people would buy it because there's a really good chance you lose a lot of the stuff that makes that game great
0: sure but I mean, like, maybe more like single player games would make sense to me. Yeah. have like, to release Mario Sunshine on something. That would make sense to me. <laughs> right. Mario sixty four, besides the DS port, where the fuck is it? Yeah. Nintendo Nowhere. doesn't really re release a lot of their games. I really wish Nintendo did. There's a good opportunity for it with uh, the Switches online, but they're only they've only been doing Nintendo Nintendo games. Rumor is that uh, SNES games are coming. Yeah, I'm excited for that, but that also, like, you know, we're still discussing more modern things than that. Right. Uh, it would be nice. It would be a start. It yeah. It would be a start.
1: Make the membership <laughs> a little more worth it. You know, I'm not really paying much anyway, but still, make it more worth it. I don't care if you I don't care if you have to increase the price. Yeah. If you offer, like, a robust classic library with, like, spanning multiple generations,
0: I'd, I'd give them $80 a year for it. That's fair. I mean, I guess. there would be a lot of shit. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a lot of games. It'd, I, I hope that... It'd be worth it. I, Xbox is doing a pretty good job with Games Pass right yeah, it's now, great. I think. I'm hoping that Sony and even Nintendo, to a certain extent, kind of take notice of that and start doing something. Sony's kind of doing something similar with PlayStation now. Yeah, but it's been going on for years and isn't really like exactly the same. Their library's not as great as Game Pass. No. No, it's not because well, you
1: can't get like new games on there. The, the amazing thing about Game Pass is you have Microsoft exclusives going day and date
0: with Game Pass. You can get fucking Devil May Cry five in a couple weeks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's crazy for f- like free, but not really. I mean, it's, as long it, as you're paying your it, subscription. you gotta pay Game Pass, but it's like a, a, it's like not a sixty dollar purchase. So that's yeah. pretty. You just like turn
1: on your Xbox. Like, oh, what, what do I want to play? And you open up the entire Game Pass catalog that has like a few hundred games in it. It's you're awesome. Like, oh, what do I want? Yeah.
0: Just wish the console was good. Yep, <laughs> Wish I had better exclusives. That too. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Speaking of Sony, oh boy, yeah, do you get want to talk it. about Spider Man a bit. I guess
1: it won't take. This won't take long. Go ahead.
0: No, nah, I mean it's been talked to death on the internet, and basically everybody's talked about it. Everybody has a hot take on it. And I, I think it's pretty simple and forward. That's why I'm just saying this isn't going to take long. But go ahead and explain what happened. Sony and Disney have had been having talks about the future of Spider Man. In the MCU or not, because uh, while Marvel owns all their characters except... Like, Marvel owns all their characters except Spider-Man, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And and his supporting cast and his villains and such. That's part of uh, Sony's deal. Initially, Marvel was making their own thing. They didn't own Spider-Man, which wasn't a huge deal. They didn't own X-Men either at the time and a lot of other characters, So they were mainly just focusing on the Avengers. And then Sony was doing its own thing with the terrible, amazing Spider-Man movies. And then uh, eventually they decided to uh, strike a deal with Disney and Marvel. And uh, that's when we got the Tom Holland movies and him in uh, Civil War, Infinity War and all that. Now that deal is coming to an end. I think Tom Holland has hit six movies or five movies or whatever the deal was for that round of movies. And... The next phase of the deal, a continuation or something thereof, needs to be struck. (laughs) Dog. Yeah, that was a dog, man. Whoa. My my, my dog getting loud. So they need to uh, figure out whatever the next deal is. And they are disagreeing highly about that because here's what the deal used to be. For Homecoming and Far From Home... Sony was getting 95% of the profits from that. And Disney was getting five. Disney was like, no, we got to change that to a 50, 50 split. And Sony was like, fuck you. No, that's as much as that as I've gathered from this, because initially when the news dropped, everybody was really negative towards Sony. And then they're still being really negative towards Sony. I think it's more of an even like they're both doing dumb shit kind of deal. Yeah. So I feel like the agreement can be came upon with a little more work They just need to figure it out, and uh, right now, they're just butting heads and being greedy corporations. Disney possibly more than Sony, because Disney has more money, and if the deal was still 95% to 5%, Disney still has all the merchandising rights to Spider-Man, still, so they're still getting way more money out of this than Sony, even then. But Sony's still getting a lot of money, because like, Far From Home was the... uh, the highest grossing Spider-Man movie of all time. And that's stiff competition because there's lots of good high-rated Spider-Man movies as far as gross goes. Like, Spider-Man 3 made a shitload of money back in the day. Bad movie made a shitload of money, though. I don't know. I hope they get their shit together because, like, on the customer side of this, (laughs) like, which is admittedly the angle that, like, doesn't matter that much. Right. I really, 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 really do not want... Terrible Spider-Man movies again. I really don't want it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, if, if it happens, it happens. It is
1: whatever. This is all. This is is just oh look, corporation, corporation we're waving their dicks at each other. I'm like, no, go ahead, go go the fuck ahead. I don't I don't fucking care anymore. If it if it means that there's gonna be no more spot, I don't fuck it. I don't care about their money. I don't care about no
0: fuck it. Let them let them wave their dicks at each other. Well, they they are and they've been I'm done. They've been the whole time. I'm so dumb They didn't stop even when they were making money. They were still waving their dick at each other. I'm
1: so dumb with fucking Disney and their goddamn monopoly that needs to be shut down by the government. (laughs) I just, like, I can't. I can't fucking do it anymore, dude. Well, that ain't gonna happen. Not It's literally a monopoly. It's like, oh. It's not the dictionary definition of a monopoly, but it is literally as close as you could possibly get without breaking antitrust laws. I followed. It is... It is, like, on the fucking cost. when they will ride that shit as long as they fucking can, dude. They will
0: hump that line. I had to unfollow a bunch of, like, MCU news accounts. Oh, God, because they're all like, oh, Fuck the- you, Sony!
1: I can't believe you're ruining the movie!
0: And, like, I sort of agree, but, like, we don't even know what they're doing yet. We don't even know. The deal isn't finalized. They're acting like the sky is falling I, when it isn't yet. I love how just... God, they're so shilly. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like Disney's not technically a monopoly, so you don't have to yell about it. Look in the dictionary. <laughs> I'm fucking done with this. Like, you don't have to defend Disney that hard just because you like the Avengers movies. I like the Avengers movies. I like the MCU. Yeah, me too. I like a lot of they're, movies They're, they're like. great entertaining movies. They fucking movies. are evil, though. Right. <laughs> Stop defending them. They own everything that I watch, basically. <laughs> almost at this point I think I think the Fox acquisition they top Viacom
1: sort of the biggest media conglomerate which is like Viacom basically already had a monopoly
0: so yeah it's 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 a scary scary future for media especially when they release their streaming service and then uh possibly strong arm Netflix out of the way which that's gonna be scary yeah, will Which like Netflix it. fucked it for themselves, too. So I'm not the, putting the full blame on that. This is the
1: Just Be Fucks on Nerds episode. I'm just dunk on them all. It's like, stop shilling for corporations. Stop being whiny gamer babies. Go die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... All right. Whiny whiny gamer babies. Whiny Marvel Marvel corporate show
0: babies. They're all babies. You're babies. But what about the XFL babies? Oh, I'm an XFL baby baby. <laughs> That's what I wanted this episode to be. I'm a, the, what we stand it, for the. We stand for the Seattle Dragons. Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. It's so
1: funny. All right, let's let's go talk about movie. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Let's get into it.
0: Speaking of. Uh everything is owned by a hell corporation let's talk about the greatest movie ever made Raiders of the Lost Ark you think it's the greatest movie ever made I mean I don't know it's up there it's a pretty good movie it's like top 5 for me it's either this or Gremlins 2 for me (laughs) I I don't know it's one of those two
1: no Gremlins 2 is a fucking masterpiece (laughs) just get that out there right now Gremlins 2 is
0: the fucking masterpiece do we even have to go through the plot like we always do? It's I'm not going of Lost to, no, this is the last. No, this gonna be a short. Episode. Do you not know what happens? And just go watch it if you haven't seen it. You stupid asshole! What like, are you doing? It's yeah, on Netflix. You At least had to have seen it on TV. Like growing it. Anybody I don't know if there's least, anyone that exists that hasn't seen it. It's the Raiders of the last start? I think
1: by now there's gotta be people who haven't seen it. But anybody who is like <laughs> around, kids. yeah, anybody who's like around our age. Seen yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Dumbass.
0: Dumbass little kids watching finger family videos yeah. on YouTube. They haven't seen it. That's about it.
1: Especially me. I was uh <laughs> I was the biggest Indiana Jones fan when I was a kid. I started watching those movies when I was about like six or seven years old. Yeah. And I was obsessed and never stopped watching them. Uh, for Christmas the year I watched and loved Raiders, my parents got me a VHS box set of all three movies. Mm-hmm. I wore all of them out to the point where they wouldn't play anymore. All three of them. Even Temple of Doom.
0: <laughs> was that the
1: last one? That was get the one? final okay, one. Was yeah, that was the last check. one to go because I watched the <laughs> But then like I wore the other two out and there was no more indie to watch so I just watched mm. Temple of Doom a bunch. Well you just had to
0: wait a decade and then there was more oh! indie to watch.
1: Yeah, sure. I'd rather watch Temple of Doom like ten times than watch fucking Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Thank you.
0: Well, we're gonna have to eventually. So, Great. I mean, it's whatever. I can't wait. I can't wait for him to lock himself in a fridge to avoid a nuclear explosion. That scene's legendary. Don't you dare talk shit. <laughs> it makes perfect scientific sense, you idiot. Yeah, we're Re- not gonna, gonna talk about book, Raiders, just gonna Talk
1: about how bad <laughs>
0: Crystal Skull is instead. I uh, save that for that episode. <laughs> Although we could probably just do it now. I don't want. I don't. I haven't rewatched Crystal Skull since. Two thousand eight, when I've, it came I've out, I've watched
1: it. I've watched it.
0: Uh, I mean, it's worse than when I watched it in two thousand. I've had no desire to go back. I just knew that it was like, huh? That's the worst one they've made of those. <laughs> I don't. I. I never thought it was the worst. Like, like people kind of like freaked out on it because th- that was a that was a a fandom that had already lived through the Phantom Menace and attack on the attack of the clones. And, yeah, and like, so they were already like. It was almost like it, it was already written. Like it was like we're gonna hate this one, right? <laughs> like everyone knew it was gonna be bad before it even came out. Almost people were hopeful, but like after living through three Star Wars prequels, everyone was like, the "Motherfuckers, didn't do it again." <laughs> and it's like we knew. And I don't think it was nearly as bad as the Star Wars prequels. Not nearly as bad, but it wasn't good. But anyway, no, no, no. Raiders is one of the most incredibly
1: well-made movies of the past, like what two generations of movies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, probably it's possibly the best movie we've watched on our show i think so because we've watched like i don't know is this better than halloween is it better than alien yes yes it's better than rocky yeah yeah i think those are the three other candidates that's probably that's probably number one for me the only one i'd say it might not be better than is the matrix but yeah but that's a dumb opinion Juzby. get the fuck out of here
1: that, that movie I mean, better than raiders though? Though I, no i mean like personally maybe
0: I don't know about that one. It's really
1: close for me. Those are my two. Those are my two favorite movies growing up. So like that. Well, those two. That's a weird
0: two movies to choose. Yes, I guess the time and, period yeah, makes those sense. Those two though.
1: and Godfather one and two
0: were like growing up. Your favorite movie was Godfather. Yeah. No, How I young all, were you when you saw Godfather? Oh, like
1: young, dude. <laughs> Do you even know what the fuck was I mean, happening? I watched, I watched the the made for TV version, like on HBO and shit. Okay. So some of the stuff was censored, but it's not even like mm. that bad,
0: actually. That's interesting. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's not like a it's, it's a violent a scary, movie, but it's not a gory yeah, movie. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. It's there's yeah. like some blood, but like that movie's not that bad. The,
0: Dude, Raiders of the Lost Ark's probably gorier than the Godfather. That movie's bloody now that I as think shit. I think about it. There Dude, is. Dude, people get murked and headshotted in this movie, and they just show it. I never really like, really thought about it. But like, it's a kid's movie where people just get shot in the head and they show it to you. Oops. Braided PG. <laughs> and then obviously there's the iconic shit at the end of the movie where, the, you know, Nazi faces melt and, it, and it's horrific yeah. looking. That's still a good effect to this day. It scared the shit out of me when I was younger. I, yes. A hundred percent. I This is probably one of those movies that, I mean, there's like, it's balanced out enough by like the adventurousness of it. Yeah, that I don't think like you don't dwell on any of the scary shit so much that it like would ruin it for a kid. No, like, but there are like some choice moments, like the melty face, all the skeletons. <laughs> I was more scared by the uh, by the snake pit. Snake pit's scary. There's too many snakes. But looking you're at it now, really. you look at it in like HD,
1: and you're like, oh look, there's like four real snakes in that pile of plastic snakes.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So I looked this up. It's not fake snakes, really. Uh, so it's a it's a couple real snakes, and then. There's a lot of snakes still, but then they there's this I forget the name of the species, but it's this like weird legless lizard that looks like a snake but isn't a snake and is harmless. Lots of those, tons of those, just to fill mm. out the uh, the area of snakes. They looked in fake the, uh, in the ancient crypt. It looked very fake. I mean, I guess compared to actual snakes, probably it was a real living 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 slithering shit. <laughs> Uh, you know, real lithics. It made shit. everybody on set want to barf. Uh, the making of this movie is interesting because yeah. just, it sucks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course in, it does. You uh, this the they were filming for the Cairo scenes and just everybody's sick. Cause it's so fucking hot. Everybody's just like dying. Uh, Harrison Ford has dysentery during all of the Cairo scenes, or at least a fair amount of them. Uh, Which leads to the most iconic moment in the movie, actually, Yeah. uh, where the swordsman waves his sword dick around and is like, fight me, Indy, and then Indy just shoots him. Yeah, which is great. There was an elaborate sequence planned for that where Indiana Jones Swords fights that man that they decided not to do because Harrison Ford had dysentery that day. (laughs) So then he was just like, fuck it, let's just shoot the guy. And then they did. And it's the most iconic moment in the movie. Yeah. It helps define his character to me, which yeah, is another does. thing we can kind of talk about because uh, Lucas and Spielberg kind of differ on their opinion of who Indiana Jones even is. Okay. Which, knowing what you know about George Lucas and what he tried to change about Star Wars and other things probably shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah. Obviously, he thinks Indiana Jones is more heroic than Spielberg thinks he is. Now, Spielberg still thinks he's heroic, but Spielberg likes some of the darker aspects to his character. He wanted to make him a full blown alcoholic when they started making this movie and Lucas kind of reeled him back. And he likes the moments where like he shoots the guy, even though that's not like fair, if you will, by George Lucas's opinion, you know, he changed the fucking Greedo scene 800 times. So, you know, that's how he feels about that. But I think, I think the reason it's so good is you have George Lucas and you have Steven Spielberg and they're able to reel each other in enough that it ends up really good. Because if it was just George Lucas, it would probably suck, and if it was just Steven Spielberg, it might have a chance of being still just as good, because he can create obviously great movies on his own. But it's it's hard to say just how much influence could be removed, and then what would the changes would be to this movie. Yeah,
1: I've actually enjoyed the moments where Indy's like more of a dick. I like his I like his sarcastic attitude. It's always fun. He's just so tired of everybody's shit, like always. Yeah. It's so good. And that, that part of his personality is what makes him entertaining. Just yeah, like a,
0: I believe so. This, like,
1: action hero guy is not fun. Yeah, I, I mean, it it's gives annoying. him an edge. It right. gives him an
0: edge. He's not, like, just a straight-laced hero.
1: Yeah, I like it. it it's fun to have, like, somebody who just, like, doesn't want to be here. Well, he does want to be there, but he doesn't want to be in the situation he's in. I forgot
0: about in, but. one line of dialogue that gives him too much of an edge, where Marion is, like, I was just a kid. And he was like, "You know what you were doing." And I was like, "Oh God, no! <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't was, uh, know that Indie fucked a fifteen-year-old. Oops. Uh, oh well, this movie came out in the early '80s. It's more acceptable And it takes back place then, in huh? the '30s. So, yeah, even <laughs> times more acceptable. were different. Oh God. Yes. Yikes, Arama. That shit's sketch. <laughs> I think uh, there's lots of elements of this movie that, like, everyone talks about everything in this movie, but there's a couple elements that I think people don't talk about enough. And I wish they did. Uh, Belloc's one of the best film villains ever. He works in that same like Batman Joker way. Yeah. Where he's like the complete, the opposite, but like similar enough that like it, it works really well as his nemesis. And I mean, he's dead in this movie, so he never comes back in any of the other Indiana Jones movies. Which makes sense for this movie and is fine. But, like, that dude should have been in a billion movies after this and he's only in this and Hot Fuzz, <laughs> as far as I know. He's he's a uh, reverend in Hot Fuzz. He pulls out guns after saying, stop this mindless violence. Yeah, it's so good. And then pulls out guns. Because <laughs> Hot Fuzz is kind of interesting because it's like uh, all the villains, all the townspeople who you find out are villains and murderous. Sorry, spoilers for a, a movie from 2004. That you should have watched already, you loser. Yeah, loser. Uh, um, every single villain is like a a villain from British film history, right? Like, you know, it's just cool. So I'm glad that he at least is in that. It's iconic. But he's great. He's great in this movie. Yep. He's if Indy was more of a dick then he already is, <laughs> right? If he gave in to the darker impulses more.
1: Yeah, and like like working with Nazis. <sighs>
0: Uh, another person that shows up in this movie that I've only ever seen in this movie and one other movie is uh, Alfred Molina as uh, his compatriot at the beginning scene with the boulder and all that shit, uh, who is Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And he's in this. And he's also an asshole in this. But uh, <laughs> that's that's the only two things he's been in. That's it. That's weird. And that's two weird things. The one, the dickhead who wouldn't give Indy his whip and then got killed because fuck that guy. And Dr. Octopus. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's kind of a weird film career. It's a good one. So, uh, what else should we say? This will probably be a more brief discussion than normal because, like, we don't have to go through every beat of the plot just aghast in horror at how bad it is. Right. Because it's all iconic and it's all good. Running from the boulder, Indy just shooting the guy, the fucking car chase scene if you will where he's like hitting the guy out of the Mm -hmm. truck the fight on top of and around the plane with the big fucking 1920s ass strongman looking dude who gets chopped by the helicopter blades or the plane blades sorry uh the Ark of the covenant melting scene it's all good it's all iconic it's all fun great movie
1: oh well made I, i got nothing else to say about this dude
0: I'll say a couple
1: things. You go right ahead. you got any fun facts, anything I like got to spill out, you do it. But uh, I,
0: I didn't mean, realize that uh, Sala was played by John Rhys Davies, or however you say his name, who is Gimli. I didn't realize that yeah. my whole life until like the other day. I just thought those were two different guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, those movies are separated by many years, multiple decades. So they do look different. And Gimli as a character, like. Looks different because they put so much makeup on the man. Yeah, so much makeup yeah. and a big beard. And... Right, so they do look different. And and he does do a voice as Gimli that is different than the voice he does as Sala. Uh, he's pretty good in this movie. He works yeah, as like, him. you know, I, I kind of like it when Indy has multiple sidekicks. Like he comes back in like three I yes. believe and yes he does. I kind of would have for preferred it if this was the only one that he was in. I like that just like you have a chance to run into just like anyone because indie works with so many people. Like he has completely different companions in two, and then some different ones in three. But another problem that Crystal Skull does is they're like, oh wait, here's Marion again, and like I would actually prefer that there to be a different girl in every single Indiana Jones movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's kind of like the Bond girl concept where, like, you have this character that, like, is kind of an asshole and is kind of a womanizer. So, like, it wouldn't be the same woman in any of the movies. (laughs) It just wouldn't. I don't get the vibe that, like, they're meant for each other or it's that kind of a love story. No. It's just kind of like a closer to, like, a Bond movie where it's just part of the adventures that there's a girl. And then they fuck, and then, like, I don't think they're in a relationship and then have a kid after that or anything, which the chronology of the series suggests to you. And then, lo and behold, that kid's Shia LaBeouf. Oh, what a mistake. (laughs) I like Shia LaBeouf now. I I kind of do, too. He's, I mean, he's a crazy person, but that's kind of, like, results in some interesting movies. It's fun. Uh, But that era of Shia LaBeouf was kind of sketch. Oh, yeah, like, quite. That and Transformers movies and, like, uh, nothing else of note. Uh, this still is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. I think you got to, like, adjust it for inflation yes. to put it in any list in a modern context because billion-dollar movies that come out in 3D and IMAX kind of have skewed that list a lot. Right, right. Uh, and I don't know how much movies were in 1981, but they certainly weren't $10 a pop, probably. No. Or 13 if you're going to 3D. Yikes. Fuck that. I miss movie pass. Just <laughs> yeah, Tell me about it. <laughs> I don't even want to go to the movies. It sucks. We're going to have to go see Terminator Dark Fate, and I'm going to have to be dragged kicking and screaming to go see it, because I don't want to spend money. <laughs> we're going to go see it. Consider it a business expense. It was nominated for eight Academy Awards. Uh, including Best Picture. It won only, like, effects ones. Best Art Direction, Film Editing, Sound, Visual Effects, and a Special Achievement Award for Sound Effects Editing. Deserves all of those. The effects are obviously tremendous, as always. Uh, There's certain things that I'm like, how the fuck did they do that shit in 1981? Because certainly, like, there are elements of it where it's like, okay, you can tell that this was made in 1981. Like, Like, that's a matte painting. And they're just superimposed on it, you know. But then, like, you know, no, they actually got a shitload of spiders and they put them on the actors. And, yeah, they got a shitload of snakes and then some things that looked like snakes and but were still alive. And they just plopped them all in, on the set <laughs> and just let them go. Oh, uh, well, someone did get bit by a snake during filming, by the way. But they're all right. It wasn't a poisonous snake. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> good. <laughs> Jesus. You know, it, it's, it's impressive shit. It's good stunt work. Harrison Ford did a lot of his own stunts, I'm sure. He kind of does that, at least for these movies. Uh, I don't know if it was for this one, but I, I did hear somewhere that he stapled the hat to his head to do a stunt for one of these movies, which is a stupid idea. But that man's a crazy person, so, uh, I don't know. Just stapled the hat to his head. Ow. Yeah, dude. Just, well, because it kept falling off. He's like, no, I gotta stay on. Hat has to stay on. He's like, how the fuck does it, okay, clunk, clunk. like, <laughs> Oh, geez. Yes. It's, uh, it's like a callback to film serials, which is George Lucas's thing. Honestly, the enti- the only thing he's done in his career, because it was Star Wars and then this are the two significant things he's made. And now he just, I don't know what he does. I don't know what George Lucas does now. <laughs> uh, Star Wars was designed to be a callback to serials like Flash Gordon and stuff like that. That's why it has that opening crawl. That's exactly from those. And then this was designed to be the other half of film serials. You know, the other half, I guess. Whatever, there's probably lots of different ones. There's superhero ones too. All kinds of shit. But I think, like, I'm trying to remember how I read about a bit about it. Spielberg and Lucas are on vacation somewhere after Lucas releases Star Wars and Spielberg releases Close Encounters. Uh, they famously had a bet about those movies, about the success of them. And uh, Spielberg still makes money from Star Wars is basically the the concept of that. Because Lucas thought Close Encounters was going to be more successful because he wasn't that confident that uh, Star Wars was going to catch on as uh, big as it did. So Spielberg still makes money off of Star Wars residuals. He has a portion of that. And then Lucas, I guess, makes money off of Close Encounters of the Third Guy. Oh, <laughs> Just man. not that much. Uh, but he's a billionaire, so who cares uh, about their squabbles? Uh, <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> uh, so they're on vacation uh, after those movies come out, and they're talking about uh, potential collaboration. And uh, Spielberg's saying he wants to make a James Bond movie. George Lucas is like, I got a character that's better than James Bond. And Spielberg's like, okay. And then uh, George... Pitches him the idea, Indiana Smith, he calls it, and uh, Spielberg's like, that's a dumb fucking name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> how about how about not Smith? And then uh, Lucas is like, okay, how about Jones, immediately, and then Jones was the name of Lucas's dog, who uh, was the inspiration for Chewbacca, because I guess Chewbacca's a dog hanging out in a car when you get right down to it. He's just a dog the size of a man. Yeah, hanging, hanging out in your big space car. Hanging out in your big space car, driving around with your dog. Uh, and then they they uh, start forcing the concept with other writing partners and producers and things, and eventually come up with the Ark of the Covenant idea. And uh, I, I think the stipulation is, Lucas says that Spielberg has to make three. It's a trilogy. we got to make three of them. And Spielberg's like, well, I don't know. I only want to make one. Because this is a risk and we don't really know what we're making yet. And Lucas is like, well, no, you have to make three. You have to agree to make three. I've already written three. Don't worry about it, Steven. It's fine. (laughs) And then Steven Spielberg is like, okay, and signs on to do three Indiana Jones films, which he eventually, of course, did. Uh, George was lying. George had written Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that's it. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't even discuss what the second one was until the first one was a massive success and then of course they're making a sequel uh man lucas got he fucking got his got his biff game on making making spielberg slip <laughs>
1: Just giving that boy the slip.
0: well that's okay like you win some you lose some i mean if spielberg has star wars money and Lucas has Close Encounters money, <laughs> but then he tricked Steel, Steven Spielberg into making three movies about his uh, dumb ideas. So it's fine. It worked out. It did work out because uh, George Lucas isn't the only person to write these movies. That helps too. Oh yeah, that, that helps, helps a lot. Plot. Yeah, that helps. Uh, I'd say that you you helps quite a bit there. But and when he has more creative say, it's usually worse. Yeah, usually
1: because he's a hack. <sighs>
0: And eventually when these movies went movie. into development hell for years and he was just like, we gotta do aliens! And we all know how that turned out. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I imagine that uh, this is still the Lucas that like made Star Wars at this era. So some of his ideas for Raiders probably went through and probably ended up in the movie and probably were great. Sure. Like the monkey doing the Hitler salute. That was a George Lucas idea. I I joked about that yesterday And then I looked it up Officially And it was It was 100% Of George (laughs) Lucas' idea I was like I was just thinking About the two people And I'm like Would Steven Spielberg Come up with A monkey Doing a Heil Hitler salute And I was like No I don't think he would (laughs) But George Lucas did Oh he sure would (laughs) Fucking hack I mean, wouldn't, would you not write a monkey doing the Hitler salute? It's a monkey. That monkey was an asshole. He's a Nazi monkey. But yeah, yeah, he was like, I'm your friend, guys. And then he ate the bad dates. Thank God. Fuck that monkey. True villain of the film. Not Hitler. Or the Nazis. Or that evil Nazi guy with the elaborate coat hanger torture device. <laughs> um, whose face melt. Uh, not, not any of those. Not Balak. Is the monkey. That monkey's an asshole. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, get him out of here. Fuck yeah. him. <laughs> I think we'll have more to say next week because... Uh, yeah, there'll be a lot more to say There's only next so week? much you can say about a movie that everyone already loves anyway and everyone knows every second of It is basically anyway. perfect. Now, Temple of Doom is kind of bad. But great because of it? I, <laughs> I guess. I still love that movie, but like it, it has not aged as well as Raiders. In a lot of ways, racial or otherwise. Oh yeah, uh, it's just—it's not even close to as. It's so goofy. That's technically a prequel for whatever reason. The year they give at the beginning is earlier than Raiders, which uh, makes a continuity error because. that movie confirms that the Hindu religion is real, just as much as this one confirms that the Christian religion is real, because the God stuff happens in both of those movies. Yeah, all the religions are real. So, uh, this movie starts with him finding out about the Ark of the Covenant shit, and he's like, oh, come on, that's just all nonsense, spooky stories, and then it's real by the end of it. Now, why would he scoff at that when, like, he saw the Kali Ma shit? <laughs> Granted, they didn't think think of that until later. I'm just saying it is a contradiction. And I'm sure there's lots of spooky, weird shit in Young Indiana Jones, too. I'm sure. Oh, God. Apparently those suck. It's horrible. It's horrible. I had the DVD. It was bad. (laughs) Well, isn't there like a lot more? Like, Like you had the DVD of the whole series?
1: Yeah. Well, most of it, I think.
0: Why is it bad, like, specifically?
1: I know nothing about it's, Young Indians. It's poorly ideas. made, poor dialogue. None of the episodes, none of the stories in the episodes are actually interesting. It is, like, bad in every facet. Okay. The acting's
0: horseshit. Like, it is it is just a poorly made show. I, it doesn't do anything interesting? No, nothing that I liked. Okay. The kid who plays Indy is bad? Oh, yeah, horrible. All right. <laughs> horrible. It's probably just, like... I, I mean, I. you can make the argument that you can make any franchise last eternally I don't want anyone else besides Harrison Ford to play this character yeah ever like if, if they're if they're allegedly making a fifth one in 2021 I want that to be the last one that they ever make and yeah. they kill them off in the movie because right. you should never make another one if you want to make an Indiana Jones thing make something else like like do an Uncharted or something like that you know yeah that's what they did They made they liked Indiana Jones a lot, and so instead of making an Indiana Jones game, they made Uncharted. Like you can make it similar. Yeah, it's very similar. It's good shit. I wish that could happen more often. Like I mean, I don't know. I just I don't want him to be recast. I don't I don't see him as same as James Bond, where you could just make anyone James Bond and keep making James Bond movies forever. I really don't think it should work like that. All right, boys. We're going to call it.
1: Okay, sure. Ah, I knocked over a bottle.
0: You did it. Oh, God, no. Now you've triggered a mechanism and we're all going to get smushed by a boulder and get fucked. what? Damn it. (laughs)